0: Hello, and welcome back. This is Dr. Fred Clary, founder of Functional Analysis Chiropractic Technique, and you are listening to another FACT podcast. In today's episode, we're going to cover something that every patient that walks into my door, most of the people I have trained with in the gym over the last, I don't know, 40 years, have mentioned to me commented on or had a question about and that is nutritional supplements vitamin mineral supplements vitamin mineral pills supplemental protein supplemental energy drinks we're going to cover nutritional supplements now I'm just going to go over some generalities some of my opinions And not specifics, like how much vitamin C should you take? How much of this amino acid should you take? But I want to go through some of my experiences. I have personally recommended vitamins, minerals, amino acids since I was a kid. I started taking vitamins, probably maybe even Flintstone vitamins, when I was in elementary school. My mother really believed in them thought they had a need, she studied nutrition, she would always go to the library and come home with the nutrition books, she had stacks of history books, romance books, and then there would be a nutrition or science book, and she was always reading about nutritional supplements and how they could help you fill the nutritional gaps in your diet. I know there was for a big belief in the medical community for many years, decades, and there's still some uh, medical professionals holding on to this belief that you can get all your vitamins and your minerals from your diet. One that presumes you're eating a balanced diet. And number two, what is a balanced diet? In a previous podcast, we went through, you know, different dietary approaches, and that was just to lose weight. But there's no exact science. I know that for one, my When they taught me in elementary school what a good diet, according to the federal government of the United States was, it was loaded with starches and carbohydrates. They've moved away from that. Now there's more eat the rainbow, eat a lot of bright looking fresh vegetables and fresh fruits. Okay. It's pretty amazing how, you know, you have all these scientists and then they change every 10, 20, 30 years. The science completely changes. What I do know, and what I do understand, having studied it and talking to farmers and people who live in farming areas, is our soil is not the same. We actually have to add vitamins and nutrients into the soil to get the crops to grow anyway. And then the, the seed has been genetically engineered not just to resist, ready for this, resist pesticides. And everyone's all upset about using certain pesticides which can lead to cancer and yeah you could spray your whole lawn with this it would kill your lawn but the corn would still grow. I understand that maybe you don't want to eat that but that's not what I'm talking. These seeds have also been genetically engineered so they can grow with much less nutrients. They can grow on very nutrient poor poor soil. What does that mean? Well it's actually helped and benefit some third world countries and help feed the world It's reduced starvation because we can grow rice, we can grow corn, we can grow wheat, we can grow other grains on land that in the past you really couldn't even if you had good water and tried to you know pour chemicals in the soil just couldn't. Now we genetically engineer these seeds that'll grow anywhere and that's great because then there's some food, there's macronutrients for people who had no macronutrients And I'm not arguing the science of that. It is done. It is engineered. But this is the United States. And we have a grocery store in every corner. And we're looking at all these chronic diseases that happen in Western civilized, quote unquote, um, countries, first world countries. And I hate those terms. But say first world problems, first world countries that, you know, what are the foods we're really eating? One of the first experiments I did was in the 1980s at the University of uh, Maryland, Baltimore County, where I went. I just did, you know, we were doing some studies and looking at trying to figure out the vitamin C content in an orange. So one of our professors said, go get some oranges and whatever. And we went and we got some oranges out of uh, um, the grocery store. We got some out of like local co-ops. And we actually had what we called gypsies then. It's not a derogatory term. You had people who sold fruit out of the back of a wagon pulled by a horse. Yes, in downtown Baltimore, you had that 1970s and 80s still. They're very rare, but we love those. And they called them gypsies. Well, we would grab, I grabbed an orange from there. Went to school. This is maybe 85, 86. Went to school. The professor took them, did some work with them, came back and gave us the vitamin C content of all these oranges vastly different. It looked the same, smelled the same. All the orange tasted the same, same size. Guess what? There was some oranges that had, they were, we were looking for like 35 or 50 milligrams of vitamin C. Um, we, some had 200, some had 50, some had 12. So one had hardly any vitamin C, negligible and it tasted the same. I was blown away. Now I'm thinking there's a lab error or something like that, but what I've learned over the years and this is just a personal experiment, there's plenty of research out there if you get on your Google where you can find all this information yourself and, in, you know, things more recent than 30 some years ago. But what I learned then is that just because they say it in the food that I'm eating that in the 19, I don't know, 30s and 40s and 50s, when they figured out the nutrient content of foods, put that into a book, now it's on the internet, but put that into a book that, that, you know what, the nutritional content of that orange may not match the oranges they looked at 50 years ago because the soil is different. The amount of nutrients for human consumption in an ear of corn from Nebraska or Kansas may be different than it was 50 years ago because the soil is different. The seed is definitely different too. Those are all important things to consider because it's going into your body. So even if you do eat a healthy uh, diet, three meals, very balanced, lots of fruits and vegetables, you still may not be getting the vitamins you need. Now let's deal with the RDA, the Recommend Daily Allowance. The recommended daily allowance for certain vitamins and minerals is set on the maintenance of life, not the success of life. Maintenance of life, I mean, look around to a lot of our generation. They just sit around on their phones and watch Netflix. That's not life. They're not up, moving, doing things. Guess what? That's the maintenance of life. That's not, hey, if I'm sick, how much vitamin C comes out of my body? Hey, if I'm lifting weights, how much extra calcium do we need? We don't have good studies on that. And it's 2020. We should. How much extra do we need? We know that the Russians have done studies. And if you're involved in any type of sports, they say you require a gram of protein for every kilo of body weight. Wow, that's amazing. At least someone did the studies. How much vitamin C do I need if I'm an accountant, an average accountant? How much vitamin C do I need if I'm an average single dad raising a bunch of kids? How much vitamin C do I need if I smoke half a pack of cigarettes a day? We don't have those studies. We need them. Because just saying you need X, Y, Z amount of vitamin C doesn't mean you're getting it, even if you're eating foods that are supposed to be loaded in it. Well, they were loaded many decades ago when they did all that research. So your quality of food, where you get your food is very important. And even if you get good tasting and quality food, what soil was it raised on? So that's why I always recommend, you know what? Just take a, a vitamin pill, a vitamin capsule. Get a good food-based whole food-based, multivitamin, multimineral that covers all your nutrition, the majority of the vitamins and minerals you need for life, maybe has probiotics in it. That's the the good bacteria, the friendly bacteria that we need to inoculate your gut because if your gut's unhealthy, no matter how many vitamin pills you take, they're not going to be absorbed. Always take your vitamin mineral pills with food. They come in food, they work better with food. Even if you're running out the door and you're slugging them down with coffee, throw a banana down your stomach. you got to get some food in there so they're absorbed better. So why would you want to do this? I can just tell some of my own personal stories and what I've seen. I've had patients coming in, for example, their hair is falling out. They eat a pretty good diet, but their hair is falling out. They're like, oh, you know... I'm gonna go take the drug at the drugstore, the foam you put into your hair, rub it in, and that's gonna stave off my hair. I just got male pattern bald, baldness, middle age, it's coming, you know, whatever. And I'm like, well, you know, your body changes, your liver changes, your organs change, your, your scalp actually changes, and it may have different nutritional needs. Have you ever thought about taking for hair loss biotin? It's a B vitamin. You know, get, go take a good B-complex vitamin or get some biotin. You know what? Give it 30 days. And, and and if something happens, if it looks like it's slowing down, that's good. I had the same patient come back, never mention it again. Oh, and I said, well, you know, how are things going? Oh, yeah, doc, that was great recommendation, that biotin. That was great. I'm like, oh, what happened? Oh, my hair grew back. I'm like, well, thanks for telling me. You didn't even send me a Christmas card. But what's unique is that sometimes we have these subclinical vitamin deficiencies. Now, if you went and you got your blood tested, you may have enough biotin in there. You may have enough of that vitamin, whatever you're looking for, to be in the range for normal health. But for you, for whatever reason, you need more now. And if it's not in your diet, where's it gonna come from? There's no you know, magical fairy that's going to sprinkle pixie dust over you and all of a sudden, you know, your hair grows back or the biotins create it magically in your body. You have to take it in. So if you're not getting it from your diet for whatever reason or if you're not getting enough from your diet for what's going on in your body right now, you need to supplement. And it's always good just to have those things covered. All the kids I know, I mean children, that go up to be you know, five foot, 10, six foot, and that's male and female, very athletic. The ones who do very best, their parents gave them a multiple, a multivitamin, multimineral pill every morning. It's hilarious. You know, cartoon ones, it didn't matter. The quality was probably even very poor. The absorbability was probably poor because they were cheap, but guess what? They had something they were taking in to fill those nutritional gaps. That's just one story about biotin. I've had many more about um, B6. I've had patients coming in with numbness and tingling in their hands, and they ruled out diabetic neuropathy. That's a condition you get where your nerves get damaged in your hands and your feet from having diabetes, and they're thinking that's what it is. And even if the patient is diabetic, they're thinking that's what it is. I'm like, you know what? What's your diet like? Well, it's okay. It has to be. And I say, well, maybe you're not getting enough B6, Because we know B6 helps with myelination of nerves and nerve function. Why don't you take a B6 or just go get a B-complex. You know, something small, something, you know, a small amount. I'm not going to go into dosage and amount, but something small. And take it with food. Patient comes back 30, 60, 90 days. Remember, it takes 90 days for a big change to happen in your bloodstream the half-life of a red blood cell is about 90 days. So three months is a good, is a good guide for if something's helping you. And they'll come back in 30, 60, 90 days. Oh my goodness, my numbness, my feet are gone. I've seen all these clinics popped up where they're using infrared and ultrasound and you know low-level laser to treat peripheral neuropathy. That's the numbness and tingling and nerve damage in your in your hands and feet. And I'm always saying, well, that's great. I'm glad there's clinics doing that and they're charging thousands of dollars for that. I'm like... Did they recommend a $20 B-complex vitamin, take one with your biggest meal during the day and try it for 90 days and see what happens? No, because a lot of people just don't see that they are actually malnourished. A lot of our conditions are due to borderline malnutrition. Now, we're not talking scurvy that the sailors had 300 years ago. You know, that's a low vitamin C. It's a vitamin C deficiency where their teeth and their skin, it was just horrible. And people would die from scurvy. No, what I'm saying is we have these, for whatever you're doing, your stress in your life, whatever's happening, your activities, of daily living and your occupational duties, the, your diet's not keeping up with the nu- nutrient demands of your body. Well, adding a little multivitamin, multimineral, it's not going to hurt. If it, most of the vitamins and minerals are water-soluble, you're just going to get rid of them anyway. The ones that are a little fat-soluble, you have to take such high doses to have any toxic effect. So, again, taking a mineral multivitamin helps fill the nutritional gaps. I can't tell you how many patients who have aches and pains all over, but yet they don't take a, any type of vitamin mineral in their in their lives, and they wonder why they hurt. And they'll go to a chiropractor or a trainer and get them on all these vitamins, potions, and lotions. And all of a sudden, they start feeling better. Well, how much is the chiropractic? Don't know. But how much is this they're getting some nutrition? And of course, we want to recommend, yes, we want you to eat a balanced diet and eat fish and brown rice and have big stocks of bone broth soup. And eat five vegetables and five fruits every single day. But even if you're doing that, you may still not be getting, keeping up with the nutritional demand of your body at the time, at right now. So, fill in the gaps would be my recommendation. You take, you know, and a lot of patients, it's amazing. I said, you know, if you want to really get a good high quality vitamin, it's gonna take you, cost you a couple bucks a day. Oh, I can't afford that. That vitamin's too expensive. I'm like, wait, wait, wait a minute. You know, instead of spending 50, 60, 70 bucks on some vitamins every month. You know, you would go out and spend $4 on a coffee or 5 or 6 bucks. Have you been to these coffee shops later, lately for a cup of coffee? Instead of spending, all right, you can spend $2 a day to fill your nutritional gaps. $3 a day. What is your body worth to keep it moving? What is it worth to have a better immune system to fight off disease so you're not sick so much and out of work all the time? It's amazing. And I always say, you know what? You don't have to trust me. Try it for 30, 60, 90 days. And if you notice a difference, you won't stop. But pay attention to how you're feeling. There's a lot of vitamin and and, uh, mineral supplements out there. Get one that's broad broad spectrum, covers so many different angles, and maybe has a probiotic in it. You really want to focus on filling those nutritional gaps to strengthen your immune system, to help you sleep, to help your mood, and help you physically. I don't know any Olympic athlete who does not take a vitamin and mineral supplement some way, either in powdered form or a pill. They mix it into their shakes. And so if it's good enough for them for recovery, maybe it's good enough for the average person who really isn't average. There is no average people out there. If you're out there working 50 hours a week, trying to make all the soccer games of your three kids and doing their laundry, keeping the house clean and staying up late, helping out with algebra, guess what? You're an Olympic athlete too. You deserve a gold medal too. Start treating your body like you can. And to within your budget, you certainly can afford a couple bucks every day to fill those nutritional gaps. It's amazing. I used to recommend vitamin D, vitamin D for, you know, for reducing the risk of depression, for reducing the risk of multiple sclerosis 20, 30 years ago. And that was quackery 30 years ago. Now when you go to your medical internist, they pull a a blood vitamin D level to see if they can get you on it. And you can go to the um, drugstore and they will give you prescription vitamin D. And now they have prescription fish oils for heart health and healing. It's amazing. So it's all coming around in my generation. I get to see it where vitamin D is recommended by you know, medical doctors, medical physicians, and you can get it at a drugstore. store. It's been around forever. You can go to your local, um, please support small business, your local vitamin shop and get a good vitamin D supplement. Get a good multi-mineral supplement. It's amazing. It's amazing that they're now recommending calcium for bone health and where you can get that. I've been recommending calcium for anyone because we don't get enough of it in our diets. I've been recommending that for so long, as long as you're doing exercise with it. So it's amazing how we've we've come around. Look at your health. Are you worth two or three dollars a day? And look at your kids. Can you get them on a supplement? Talk to your chiropractor, your functional medicine, medical doctor who is trained in nutrition, your nutritionist, your dietitian, your midwife, your osteopath. Find someone, you, you your naturopath, find someone you know is an expert in nutritional supplementation and sit down and just get some advice. You'd be amazed how much better you feel next year if you start today. And this has been another Fact Podcast.